Hi everyone, thank you for joining us on Eagle Eye today. Every week we have exclusive interviews with your favorite BC student athletes, professors, alumni, and more. We're your hosts, Amy O'Malley and Jack Bergamy. Today's exciting because we have two special guests, Devin Itula and Emmy DeVito, with us to preview the 24th annual Boston College Arts Festival that will take place from Thursday, April 28th to Saturday, April 30th. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Could you just give us a little background on yourselves and just info on the festival in general? Um, yeah, I can go ahead and kick us off. Um, I'm Devin I'm Itula, and I am currently a senior here at Boston College. Um, I am the production manager for the Arts Council and therefore Arts Fest. Um, just in terms of a little general general information about Arts Fest, um, it's an annual event um, here at BC, always taking place the last weekend of April, um, and it showcases all the different um, arts communities we have across campus, whether that be visual arts, performing arts, um, culinary arts, literary arts, pretty much any type of art you can think of um, is present at Arts Festival. Um, and in past years, we've uh, served up to 16,000 people in the greater Boston um, community um, to also attend Arts Fest. So it's not only um, a local school-based event, but also a greater Boston community event as well, which is um, a really cool facet about the Arts Fest. Um, but that's kind of like a general like glimpse um, of it. Um, in terms of what I do for the Arts Festival as the production manager, um, the Arts Council office is all student run with the exception of our program administrator, who's the only hired faculty. Um, so all the programming that comes out of the um, Arts Council office, including Arts Fest, is completely student run. Um, so I just facilitate all the production aspects um, of the festival, tent installation, um, all the technical needs that groups might have, um, and basically the main liaison between those groups who are participating in the festival weekend um, and our staff here in the office. Um, but with that, I'll turn it over to Emmy. Hi, I'm Emmy DeVito and I'm a sophomore and I'm the volunteer coordinator for the Arts Council. So my job is basically to coordinate students from all different grades, backgrounds, and art groups to volunteer the weekend of the festival. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, how did you guys specifically get involved with the Arts Fest? Is it like our students on the board and help set it up or how do you you know determine who's going to perform or display their art at our fest just like how does it work a little bit the logistics of it um in terms of arts fest arts fest specifically um so we start planning um in the fall so just the production team will start putting together the logistics of what we want the festival to look like um we start with basically a theme um so there's a different theme each year this year it's new nostalgia um and in we try and change it up every year to kind of keep it um new and and fresh um and so the emphasis with new nostalgia this year is kind of now that we're coming out and of the age of covid um what does it mean to kind of have this feeling of um nostalgia for like what was before covid and also go into this new future that's ahead of us um and the kind of new art and new community that's emerging from that um so that's kind of where we kind of start the process with theme and branding um and then we launch into more production logistics um so we send out like a general call for groups who might be interested across campus so we get 
um, our main list from OSI, um, since they do oversee um, the main bulk of our student organizations on campus, um, so that we can kind of put a general call to put it on people's radars so that they can plan for it um, by the time we get to the end of the year. Um, we compile that list um, and then we send out the formal registration, those groups get back to us and then we start pretty much plugging in um, each group. Um, we also have faculty groups across campus who um, also participate in ArtsFest and classes as well. Um, so we put out those calls to different academic departments um, and we just pretty much sit down and start plugging away. Um, for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday about groups availability um, and also um, what they want to do programming wise. So it's really a very careful puzzle. Um, we just kind of work our way there all the way until beginning of April. I know um, also, I mean, there's so many different kind of components of the festival. Um, I think there's a dance competition, there's artwork um, to be sold on campus. Um, like what, what exactly, like if a student was for a guest just to walk around campus, what exactly would, would they expect to see um, and what kind of things should they be looking out for to do? Um, so the Arts Festival weekend typically runs from Thursday um, through Saturday and Sunday. And on campus, there are two main tents, one on O'Neill and one on Stokes. Um, so throughout the entire day, starting around like probably like 10 a.m. Um, and straight through the day, students can come in and out for free um, to watch student groups perform. Um, there's also galleries set up in Kearney um, where students can walk around and experience the visual arts. So with the help of our volunteers, we get that all set up um, and ready um, for people to come um, look at. And what's pretty cool is that anytime during the day, people can walk in and out of those tents to see what's going on. Um, student groups are dance groups, they're comedy groups, um, music groups. So it's pretty great to see um, the community rally together to support arts here on campus. And just kind of in addition to that, um, with the visual arts that Emmy mentioned in Kearney, um, we also have kind of an arts walk. Um, so you can go into non-traditional spaces on campus that are housing art for the weekend. Um, so for example, if you walk through Robsham um, in the hallway kind of connected to lower, um, there's art pieces that will be living there. There will also be visual art living in 245 Beacon, the new integrated science building. Um, so it's kind of really all encompassing of campus um, even if it's not performance based on those two spaces, spaces that um, Emmy mentioned earlier. Are there any like specific highlights that that like you know or or is really anticipated for this year's Arts Fest, or do you guys just go in with the same anticipation for every single piece of art? Um, that's a good question. Um, I think every year, um, one thing that's always highly anticipated um, is Dancing with Bop, which happens in the main tent and is our closer um, for the Arts Fest every single year. Um, so Bop, our jazz band ensemble here on campus, um, will um, compose live music based off of um, popular music that dance groups have specifically picked. Um, and dance groups will choreograph a number um, in accordance with 
bops pieces um, and it's a really really like fun big spectacle put together program um, that people really really do love to see um, it's also a really big crowd pleaser because on Saturday Saturdays are specifically um, our kind of children's activities day so it's a big draw for outside families to come um, on to Arts Fest on Saturday so it's it's again very much open for everyone but it's a nice closer for as like kind of a family friendly event but also something that also brings in BC students to support their friends. Um, I like to think of it as a more like jazzy intimate showdown <laughs> um, for dance groups um, so that's a really um, highly anticipated event usually for Arts Fest. Yeah um, I know I'm not too sure I think maybe you mentioned um, that you both are in dance groups um, that are in the arts festival is what is there any kind of specific planning that goes on um, kind of chore choreographing the dance that you're going to perform or, or how is that kind of how does that go um so i can speak to this i'm a member of the boston college dance ensemble um so specifically with arts fest um obviously as devin talked about earlier um the arts council office reached out to us to participate in arts festival um and because the stage isn't as big as the stage we usually have in rob sham or even for showdown um we usually take one or two of our smaller pieces from our spring show um so this semester we're performing Love in the Dark by Jordan Mulgano um, and we're so excited um, to perform this piece in Arts Festival and what's great is that we are still able to showcase like our entire group um, so then leading up to Arts Festival we met with um, one of the dance coordinators and other members of the Arts Council board um, just to get our piece approved and to kind of market in like the space that we'll be performing on. So definitely a great experience for dance groups. Um, it's pretty like low key um, to get involved, but yeah. You talked about, you know, getting approved. Does anyone not get approved when, if they wanna, you know, participate in the Arts Festival? Like how difficult is it to get approved? Um, so in past years, um, when ArtsFest was kind of first emerging, um, there was a much a much more intensive um, audition process and not everyone got approved. Um, since then, um, I think dance groups, acapella groups, other performance groups on campus um, have really just excelled in caliber and repertoire um, the past couple years. Um, so there actually haven't been any cuts. The the problem um, on production's end is trying to figure out where to fit everyone um, to showcase their talent. I think there's much more of an emphasis um, as we moved into the last couple of years on how can we get as has many people involved as possible while still um, holding to a certain bar of, of um, excellence across campus to showcase. That's great, yeah. Um, and kind of switching um, tones a little bit, um, I know Obviously, COVID was such a big presence last year. Um, has has the festivals kind of changed in any way since last year in terms of uh, like the precautions you have to take? Or um, obviously, it's a lot more in person now. But is it how has that changed in, in that sense? Um, in a lot of ways, um, COVID in relation to the festival has. Um, gone the festival went through a lot of changes last year because of university guidelines um for covid um and like how much time we needed to air out the tent the audience capacity um things that we all are very familiar with 
Um, but this year, in in a weird sense, we've gone back to a lot of um, the things that we had to do away with last year um, and kind of more original setup um, because last year we ended up changing where our main tent usually lives. Usually the main tent lives on O'Neill. Um, and last year we had to move it to Stokes um, so that we could get a bigger tent for a higher audience capacity. Um, but now this year we're moving it back to O'Neill um, because there's a lot of logistical things that go into play about where we place the tent and how traffic things um, that happen. Um, so in a lot of ways it's been really nice because we can return to more familiar things but also it's been difficult because the festival hasn't been at max um, capacity since 2019. Um, so it's trying to kind of bridge the gap between um, what we know now, how things can change is kind of unforeseen territory. Um, so in a lot of ways it stayed the same, but also changed a lot. How is um, this arts festival like similar or different to AOC Showdown? Because I know there's a big competitive aspect to the to Showdown, like, you know, there's awarded winners and stuff. Is that the case here or is this more just for everyone to showcase their art? So with ALC Showdown, it's specifically for dance groups. Um, so obviously DE participated in it, and I know a lot of other dance groups that are participating in Arts Festival also participated in Showdown. Um, there's no like competitive aspect um, to the Arts Festival. It's more about everyone showcasing their art and having like the community to come out and see um, a part of campus that we should be celebrating more. Um, it's amazing how many talented groups there are on this campus. And like our goal is always to advocate for the arts and have um, a lot more people like play into their passions. Cause I know there's so many people on campus um, probably interested in the arts, but don't know really how to get started or like what groups to become a part of. Um, so it's mainly just a big event for advocating for the arts. So there really is no competitive component. And then obviously with ALC Showdown being specifically for dance groups, um, arts festival allows um, for many other different types of groups to get involved, not just dance groups. That's great, yeah. Um, and I know um, obviously it's not um, as competitive as um, ALC or anything like that, um, but there are like a couple of rewards I think that are um, given out to um, kind of some standout artists, maybe alumni, faculty, and students. Um, how are those kind of rewards, um, if you have any kind of uh, knowledge about this, like how are they kind of um, evaluated and, and what kind of qualities would like um, earn these kinds of awards if, if they were given out to students for their work? Yeah, um, I can talk a little bit about this. Um, so I mentioned earlier our program administrators are one hired faculty um, that we have in the office. Um, so for the most part, she and the chair of the Arts Council, um, Crystal Tiala, um, pretty much facilitate that entire process. So there's a committee um, selected amongst faculty and staff um, for the arts awards specifically. Each year there is an alumni award winner um, and then a faculty award winner. Um, and then usually there's somewhere between six to 10 student arts awards winners. Um, and then there's two special ones amongst those, which is the Jeffrey Howe Art Arts and Art History Award. Um, and then the Barth Award, um, which is general um, excellence in um, holistic contribution to the arts across campus. Both of those awards are university awards and usually awarded at commencement. Um, so, and those usually also go to seniors as well to um, celebrate their accomplishments over the course of four years. 
Um, so those are the two special ones. And of course, the um, Distinguished Faculty Award um, is a faculty award uh, to be nominated amongst your peers and awarded this by your peers. Um, and then the Alumni um, Award uh, uh, kind of functions the same way um, with distinguished alumni who've been out of um, BC. Usually, typically, it could be anywhere from like five to 20 years. Um, uh, and they get invited to come back. Um, in terms of what kind of sets these people apart um, and kind of the work they're doing in the field. Um, oftentimes, a lot of it, and I think a lot of people at BC talk about how connected um, alumni like to stay to BC. A lot of it, I think, also um, depends on how kind of connected they've been to BC the past, um, the time that they've since they've graduated from BC and also um, a lot of emphasis on using um, art for the good, being um, agents of change, all those kind of Jesuit values um, that we're very much instilled with in our education here um, and how kind of that fits within the mold of the work that they're doing um, post-graduation. Um, and I would also argue that the same is true of the Student Arts Awards winners, um, what they're doing across campus to affect um, change using, using their own gifts um, within their own individual art. One of the beautiful things about um, the award ceremony is that um, there's a lot of unsung talents um, that I think that a lot of um, faculty and peers notice in others. Um, and so to kind of see that um, time to be set aside to celebrate um, those individuals or groups of people um, is, is really quite special. Um, so it's usually a nomination process um, and then the committee goes and confers and then those come out a couple weeks before the festival. How important do you think Arts Fest is for, you know, showcasing and displaying all of BC's um, artistic talent? Because I know in, in a college campus, there's a lot of things going on. Sometimes arts can be forgotten and just because, you know, that there's, there's a lot of other things going on. How, so how important is this arts festival to, you know, really bring about and celebrate the art on BC's campus? I can speak to this a little bit. Um, coming from a dance group, I know it's a lot easier for dance groups, comedy groups, musical groups um, to get um, audiences and like that sort of like attraction just because uh, a lot of people have friends that are participating in those activities so throughout the course of the year um, a lot of those types of activities get a lot of attention on campus um, but so I think the best thing about arts festival is it really highlights the visual arts and other forms of art that might not be um, as well known on campus, um, especially we were just talking earlier about like the arts gallery and arts walk. I think that's like a great opportunity for students to showcase their work um, and same with community members. Um, it's something that I think sometimes we forget about here on campus. Um, so I think arts festival is a great reminder for the visual arts um, as well as like film um, and other like more like niche um, types of arts as well. Yeah, that's great. Um, it's always kind of great to have that kind of representation, like especially towards the end of the year, because it's it's like everything kind of culminates together. So uh, that's great. But um, yeah, I guess kind of as like a wrap up question. Um, obviously, all the festivals have been changed by COVID um, in so many ways, but I don't know if you have any kind of favorite experiences or memories from past uh, festivals that you'd, you'd want to share or just, just kind of stick out in your memory. Um, I guess I can start. Um, 
My freshman year, um, I actually was the assistant to um, the person who holds Emmy's job. Um, so that's how I kind of got involved in Arts Fest. I started um, with the volunteer aspect of it first before I moved to production. Um, but when I was working then, one of one of the most um, kind of like prominent memories in my mind was it was a it was like a beautiful day and Arts Fest notoriously has one beautiful day, one really crappy day, and one very windy day, just weather-wise. So we always worry about that production-wise. Um, and the my first day working, it was absolutely gorgeous, um, and all the tent um, walls were open, so you could see like directly into um, the tent um, where the stage was. And uh, Fuego was performing, and classes were just getting out. Um, and everyone was like kind of walking around the quad um, and like food was like being like served. It was like a very beautiful moment and you could hear the um, like the music that Fargo was dancing to like bouncing off the sides of O'Neill. So like it literally felt like like kind of like a heartbeat um, and people just were like so drawn to like what was happening. And I mean that I it's I mean Arts is one of those things where like you don't realize how sometimes caught up we can get in our own like smaller like communities um, like arts versus sports versus other things um, that are happening across campus because everyone's very into the, their thing which is beautiful but to just have everyone kind of like take a moment and realize like wow there's like so much happening here on campus and there's so much um, kind of small and big gifts that people have to share and it was this moment where like everyone's coming out of class and they just stopped and like enjoyed themselves and watched and just kind of lived in the moment um and it was kind of like one of those small things that isn't like a really big moment but it's a really impactful one um and it's kind of what always um reminds me of like why things like this are very important um to work on and plan and, and realize that people sometimes need just like that moment of collaboration but also just enlightenment I guess. Um, for me last year being a freshman it was my first arts fest obviously and in a COVID year so it was definitely a little bit different um, and I know for a lot of student groups, it was really hard um, for them to kind of showcase their talent throughout the entire year. People's shows were getting canceled because of COVID, or like certain shows would be happening outside. Some people didn't have like shows at all. Um, and Arts Fest was really the first time that I felt like campus was alive last year and that I really kind of knew what was going on. And um, from that experience, I learned so much about like what types of things are offered here on campus. I remember going to my now roommate's um, show, she's an asinine, and I thought it was one of the funniest things I've like ever like witnessed, like they're very talented. Um, but I didn't know that we had a huge comedy presence here on campus at the beginning of the year, just because it was so hard um, for student groups to kind of just showcase their talents and also like market themselves um, with like a limited and virtual student involvement fair. Um, so last year was Art Fest was like the first time as a freshman on campus, I felt like campus was alive um, and felt like that I like felt included in something, even if I wasn't like performing, it just felt good to support other people um, and watch other people share their talents with the greater BC community. Before we go, 
Do you guys have any little secrets or insights about how students should navigate Arts, arts Fest from because you have so much experience? Um, I guess this is a practical thing, um, but Arts Festival does have a website. Um, it's just bostoncollegeartsfestival.com. Um, and super simple, if for some reason that escapes people's mind, um, you can find it um, on the Arts Council website on BC, BC's actual website. Um, I would say that's probably the easiest way to navigate it. Um, but Emmy can talk a little bit more about our welcome tent, which will be the actual weekend of the festival um, that people can like stop in um, and get more information about. Yeah, so we have a welcome tent. I will also be um, working a little bit with the welcome tent and basically anyone can come up to us and ask questions about um, like the arts festival schedule um, and how specifically just to navigate the weekend because it can be very overwhelming um, having so many things going on at the same time like throughout the day um, over the course of like four days. Um, I think we also might have like refreshments and little prizes. Um, I'm sure Devin can confirm that um, for people and we are really trying to just attract people to come into the time and learn more about arts festival. I think sometimes people are a little bit scared um, when they see a tent on campus and they're like, oh, like, can I go in here? Like, is this free? Um, so everything, the weekend of arts festival is free and we really want people to come and just enjoy and experience the arts. Um, I know for last year, I guess like my little tip is we have these like giant easels, I think that like go up um, a couple days before the festival. And I remember, um, like stopping to always look at them. It had like a whole like master schedule basically on them in a couple different locations. So what I did was I took a picture of it and saved it on my phone and as my lock screen. Um, so I kind of already like knew what was going on at various different times. And if I was getting out of class, I was like, oh, like this is on in the tent. I'm going to go watch it after my class. Um, so I guess that's a thing for um, people who want to participate in the arts festival and support the student groups to do. Um, that was my little like tip, I guess, from last year. Yeah, well, that sounds awesome. And uh, I'm sure a lot of students will use that helpful info. But um, thank you both so much for joining us. I know me and Eamon will definitely check out the Arts Fest and are super excited for it. And yeah, just thank you so much for joining us. And we hope everyone enjoyed this episode. Thank you. Thank you.